Have you ever gone down the wrong path? Uh, like lost? No, I'm really good with directions. You're the one who gets lost, Brayden. No, no, not like that. Like the like following God or, you know? Well, that's a great question. Let's explore that in today's episode. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. We believe there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. I think we've said that like a kabajillion times now. Kabajillion. It's a, a real, real number. number. <laughs> it's a it's a real number. I don't I don't know about that. Uh, but, we've said it many a time, and it's no less true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those just tuning in, for those who haven't heard this before, my name is Braden, and my co-host for this and well every other episode of the podcast is John Drabert. The handsome and rugged man across from me. Oh, well, you know what they say. One of us has to be. Well, I <laughs> compliment and just uh, insult <laughs> thrown right back at me. Uh, just jokes. All right. Okay. We are continuing in our series, which is in First Samuel, which got to be honest, it's a long book. Like we've been in this for what? Two seasons? Yeah. It's a long book and it's there's me- a lot there. It's meaty. Yeah. A lot happens. Spoiler alert. Okay. Okay. Something happens right at the beginning of this chapter that makes me kind of wonder why it's called Samuel. But you know, maybe I digress a little. Okay, I, I do know what you're getting at, but first I want to I want to rapid fire some questions no. at you. Okay. I, I just assume we always ask our audience to answer really hard questions, yep. so I want to do the same. I'm going to ask you some really hard questions. Mm. All right, I I guess. <laughs> okay, here goes. Favorite drink. Uh, Dr. Pepper or, or peppermint tea. Ooh, uh, last meal you ate. Uh, it was stir fry. Ooh, uh, favorite movie. Uh, possibly uh, an Avenger. No, got it. Uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Watch it for the first time last week. Chronicles of Narnia are great stories. Yeah. John also really likes, uh, like Little Mermaid. No. And the Shh. princess. Stop. Something. Can embarrass me in front of my friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh see okay that wasn't so hard right no that was, that was easy okay one more question whoa 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 well i got a doozy of a question for you no what how about you answer a question now i've already answered a question that only seems fair <laughs> but the uh, fair is fair <laughs> all right and it's a doozy <laughs> yeah okay because you were supposed to answer it i want to ask you the hard question Somehow you always get out of these hard questions, but I guess it's a great question, so go ahead and ask it. Okay, okay. Here it is. Yeah. I love how this the tables have turned in this one. Mm-hmm. So in the preview, you asked me, have I ever gone down the wrong path? Not like physically lost, but maybe spiritually or, or maybe felt like you're just lost. Right. That's so, my question. That's your question. Throwing it right back in my court. Yep. Okay. Um, but... It's a good question. The reason I wanted to ask it is because that's actually kind of like, that's what I was thinking about the whole time reading this, this specific chapter. Hmm. It really seems like David is close to kind of going down the wrong path, but you know, God through other people and, and kind of working in this scenario, um, intervenes and redirects him, repositions him onto a good path. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree that like, you know, somebody redirects David uh, into towards God, but you know we're kind of getting away from the question here. So, Ugh. what's your answer? Ben? Okay, fine, fine. Okay, I don't, I don't know if I was like necessarily fully down a bad path. Um, 
I can certainly recognize where God has intervened in my life and made me think, you know, twice, three, four times <laughs> about stuff. Um, and even even things that happen today, you know, I, there's always something that I can uh, redirect or realign myself with God. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to push back, push you a little. G- give us an example. Okay. Uh, I think it's important for us to hear. I think it's going to help us recognize that the Bible is as true today as it was way back in the olden days, like when Samuel was around. Right. Um, and that God is the same today as he was back then too. Right. Okay. So what's, what's an example? Hmm. Okay. Let me, let me, let me. And I recognize this is hard, so thank ponder. you. Usually I ponder wander, but I'm out of mic, so I can't do that. <laughs> you are stationary ponder. Uh, uh, Doesn't uh, have the same ring to it. Uh, sit and think. Ooh. Um, okay. Here, here goes. Well, okay. So you know, John, I've had I've had many a job. Yes. Um, and doing a lot of different things. May I add? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, my wife always makes fun of me because she says it's hard to keep track. You do have a <laughs> lot of different things that you've done in your life. Uh, sold cars, made coffee. Was an ambulance driver. Worked on an ambulance. So okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, so I would kind of consider those like maybe wrong paths, and and none of the career paths were like a life of crime. I wasn't like burglarizing. That's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they weren't inherently bad. Like you, I wasn't like going out hurting people. I wasn't making like, you know, really uh, terrible choices. Um, As you said, one of them was an ambulance driver. And so I was actively helping people, um, which I really enjoyed. But I kind of knew that that wasn't like where I should be, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, There was a lot going on in those scenarios but i i certainly was like kind of actively um avoiding god's direction at a lot of that time mm. uh kind of playing a, do- a dodgeball game with with god's direction is how it felt uh and so i was i was avoiding that and and really just saying like well i can do this on my own and making all these choices through my own will so mm. again it wasn't bad yeah it did feel kind of like the lonely. choices in and of themselves weren't necessarily bad yeah. choices. Yeah, but it, but it did like feel lonely or or I felt more separated from God maybe. Mm. Um you know, if you're avoiding someone, there's going to be distance there. And yeah. so that's kind of how it felt. Yeah. So so what changed with all of that? Well, I I think slowly over time and still continuing to learn, but I think I learned that my happiness and contentment very much is the same as God's will for me. Like they're mm. one in the same. Yeah. He wants he wants the very best for you. Right. And so yeah. if I'm if I'm striving, if I'm um intending to align myself with God's will in my life, then happiness and contentment can follow that. Yeah. Knowing or understanding that it, it it's got to make it a lot easier to lean right. into God's direction and, and seek his will. Totally. Instead of striving for happiness and contentment and hoping that god's will lines up with that right right yeah doing doing kind of the opposite so definitely makes it easier to follow his direction well thanks for sharing you're welcome um let's check in with our story i already gave (laughs) a bit of a spoiler alert yeah you did so the first thing we learn here in this chapter is that samuel the prophet the the person who this book is named after right well he dies yeah it happens real quick it's like first sentence yes and and truth truth be told, like I kind of thought it was going to happen because we've seen Samuel 
Like he's like, been old. He's like, been old for a long time. He's, he's like a, it starts with Saul and he goes through all this stuff with Saul. And he was old as dirt then. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's like, well then Saul like Saul's gotta be getting old, and then David, this young kid's coming up and gonna be king. And it's like, I don't know, like what aging out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So totally. not like not like you, John. You're <laughs> young and spry still. Uh. Yeah, so it did it caught me off guard and like I don't know. What are they going to do with the next four, cha- four chapters? It's still named. It's still called Samuel. Well, it's still named Samuel for a reason. <laughs> I guess you will have to hang on and find out. And we'll, we'll just go. We'll okay, just fair enough. I, I will. And there's I, a whole other book of second I, Samuel. And that's what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. We're going to, I don't know. Okay. Well, it did no time like the present to jump into today's story. Yeah, it's found in first Samuel chapter 25. And it, like I said, it starts with the death of Samuel. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I be real for a moment? As as opposed to like something else, like uh, a mirage. You are you are you just like a hologram? Ooh. I guess they wouldn't be able to see a hologram on a right. podcast. I'm real. I promise. Okay. All right. So can I? Yes. Please do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do think um, I've struggled with this the whole book and this chapter hmm. specifically. Yep. Um, as I think I've said in the last like four episodes, but I, I don't often read through the Old Testament um, and reading through the whole book is like, it's been difficult, especially when I'm reading through this book or this chapter and trying to gather a lesson for other people, hmm. you know, each through each thing. Sometimes you read and say, well, I don't understand that and it's fine. And then you keep reading. But when I'm trying to deliver a message like we do on this podcast, it's tough. Yes, it is tough. It is very tough. I appreciate your realness Thank you. uh keep going why is it so tough <laughs> okay well okay i mean it's just it's just hard but this chapter for instance like samuel dies that's the book's title and so then i'm like well who's the main character who am i supposed to learn right. from because you, th- you going into it you're thinking well this book is all about samuel all about samuel and really it's been so little about samuel like the first little bit yeah it starts out with his beginning his yeah. origin story so to speak yeah but i mean apart from that then it's like well who am like, I supposed to be learning from? Yeah. Okay, and Who then... Who is the main character of the Bible? <laughs> Jesus, Anyways. God, we got it. Um, but then it's like, okay, so then for instance, we're introduced to these like two random people, uh, Nabal and his wife, Abigail. Mm, and, and it's hard, and then that makes, like, you don't like them? Is that why it's so hard? <laughs> no, no, it's nothing like that. They seem like, well, it, they're just people. But um, it's just like, those aren't names that are, are thrown around all the time. I'm, I haven't like really grown up in this whole Christian faith. And so then it's like, these aren't names that are in the circles. Often. No, you don't hear any little kids named Nabal. No. And Abigail is not even that common of no. a name. Like it's like, more common. But... I know, I know Noah, I know Moses, uh, the, you know, Jesus. Those are the names mm. from the Bible that yep. I can, I can remember. And then I assume, well, I haven't heard these names in like common stories. And so then all these smart people who've gone before me and taught Bible lessons probably didn't glean a lot from Nabal and Abigail. Well, they certainly don't aren't mentioned a whole lot. No. No. So it's like, well, maybe it's just a chapter I don't learn. So anything. it's not ne- isn't necessarily true that Right. But I don't know. I guess it's not totally wrong either. There's some chapters that like that you read and it's not maybe clear what mm. you're supposed to take from it. Yeah. But also fair. then there's like, you know, like uh, numbers the book of numbers and it's like well what's that's thick it's 
that's, it that's is not like, ju- that's and dry. it's not just like a, a phone book. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that's an old thing. Like I was from my growing up. Days. What's a phone book? What's a phone book? Uh, okay. So anyway, I, you know, then I, I start to read the Bible, and then I think, well, I should be le- learning from everything that I read. I should be, mm-hmm. and then I'm. Um, am I reading it through a shallow lens? And should I be more intellectual or theological or? you know, what's going to help me understand this? And then I get really stressed and then I start to get panicky. <laughs> okay, and then it's okay. just like, a... I get that. <sighs> I get that. Let me give you some encouragement. All right. Okay. It's both. And right. So the Bible is a book you can read and learn from at all stages of life, mm. whether you're young in your faith or older, old in your faith. Uh, there is always more to learn. And that can be daunting yeah. knowing that there's more to learn. It can be daunting, but no matter where you are in your walk with God, the Bible is there to help. Mm. So there are passages, just as an example, there's passages I have read um, and learned uh, from, and and then gone back years, years, years later, and all of a sudden, like, oh, I have a new perspective, and I'm learning new things from the same, very same words Mm. all over again. And so it's, it's almost like it's alive. It's like a living document. And that's okay. That is encouraging. And I guess that's why they, they sometimes call it the living word. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a phrase, I think. Yep. Um, I, I do appreciate that. And it, it's difficult thinking, well, there's so much to learn, but it is also exciting to think like, well, there's always more to learn. Yeah. And learning's and that, fun. And that the, the Bible kind of, as we learn, and grow in our own capacity, then our understanding of God is able to grow. Mm-hmm. And so then that's how we become closer to him. Yeah. Right? So, okay, I, I appreciate that. Well, that's good. Okay, so we meet two people, <laughs> not to dismiss your appreciation of all of that, right. but we, we should get into the story. Yes. So we meet two people, Abigail and Nabal. Right, right, right. right. Okay, yeah, back to the story. Sorry for the derailment. All good. We all continue. Good. So we meet Abigail, who yep. is the wife of Nabal, and they live in the town of Moan. And I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but I'm going to say Moan. Well, I think it's like Moana, the Disney movie, but without the uh, last part the of it. Moan. 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 So David and his men are actually traveling through, and, and they're in that area. Yeah. And, and if I recall correctly, like... David and his men have been in that area for a while, yeah. and they've been kind of looking out for Nabal's um, and his shepherds and, and mm. helping kind of actually protect them to a certain degree. Yeah, so it, it kind of says that they like heard of this rich man who was tending to his sheep far away. Mm-hmm. That's speaking of Nabal. Yep. Um, and so David actually sent his men kind of ahead uh, to go and speak to this man on his behalf, as he would have done as a person of power. Yeah, so the man, Nabal... Seems to pretend that, like, he doesn't really know of David or any of his family. And he- Which, okay, the, the reason I think we, we say seems to pretend is because, like, there's really no way you wouldn't have known who David was. Yeah. David is very famous at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like, the story of David, all of the things he has done, all of the, like, that would have spread fast and throughout all those lands. Yeah. And, and other neighboring countries as well. Exactly. All right, so, um, so David, like, he, pardon me, Nabal pretends yep. he doesn't know of David, and he begins to mock his the soldiers and David, and then he sends them back to David without, you know, meeting the requests of David. 
So, yeah, he basically says, like, oh, who's this David fellow? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, really dismissing his name. Yeah, and like a band of rebels and yeah. criminals. Yeah. So obviously this makes David super mad. Like, uh-huh. like real fuming. So, you know, it was, it, it was an insult for him to be treated so poorly, to not be kind of welcomed in, to not be invited, to not be given food and wine and all that kind of stuff. And so he actually just like straight up tells his men, he's like, take up your swords. Like, yeah, like we're we, doing this. We're, we're ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and this then makes the news of this makes its way back to Abigail, Nabal's wife. Yes. So she heard of the mockery her husband had made of David and, and his men. And she acted quickly to gather some of the food and wine for, for all of them for their celebration, for mm-hmm. David and his men's celebration. So she sets out to, to meet David and to give him these gifts without her husband knowing about it. Right. So Abigail finds David before David and his men meet uh, Nabal or are able to like actually find and kill Nabal or attack him or whatever yeah. they're planning on doing. Um, and she, she speaks really quickly to him kind of saying like, for, forgive my husband for his um, stupidity. <laughs> basically yeah. I, it used it, like his folly, basically yeah. like he's just, he's he, ill tempered. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's, he's kind of, you know, lacking in that portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then she gives all those gifts and, and also saying that she has so much gratitude for David and honor of David, but also the Lord. Yeah. She's saying, you know, like kind of that commonality b- between them. So David said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. That's 1 Samuel 25, 32 to 30. So this speaks of the path that David was down. Like he was, he was acting out of anger. He was furious. He was ready to take a man's life and other men's life just for insults. Yeah, that's a pretty bold move, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, and and like newsflash, it's wrong to murder somebody. Right. Obviously, obviously wrong. Uh, yeah. But Abigail, who is obedient to God and aligning, is able to actually kind of align David and intervene here, right? She speaks mm. to David really quickly. She reminds him um, of God's direction. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then 10 days later, her husband, Nabal, was struck down by the Lord, and, and not by David. Right, David is, didn't have to kill Yeah, him. which is really important. David didn't murder this man. He, his own lack, Nabal's own lack of character and reverence for God uh, sent him down a path that ended up in him dying. Yeah. Which... Yeah, it speaks in the chapter. It speaks of his like uh, heart, like a rock, or uh, mm-hmm. his chest was so like um, he was unchangeable. Is yeah. that the right way to say it? Like, yeah. like he was very set in his negative and and negative mm-hmm. ways. So, um, it then says kind of something strange, but it says that Abigail becomes David's wife, which is actually kind of his third wife at this time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's complicated. Which you know, we got to remember what it was much more of a cultural thing back then, especially for kings. Still not correct. Right. Still not a good thing. Right. Um I guess you could say it still went against the design of God and 
and what his idea of marriage ought to be. Right, because they still knew that like between one man and one woman, that was still prior to this point, mm-hmm. was it not? So, yeah, so okay. the Bible is as much a dictation uh, or a journal or a historical uh, synopsis of what right. happened and as it is to teach us you know, more, more morality, right? So mm-hmm. the things, even though they might be wrong um, that are listed here, they're still significant to be told. Yeah. And it's really important that we understand them. Yeah, it's good to know that the, it, it, you know, part of this says like, well, we see David as a flawed individual, but we see how God works and all of that. Um, so there's a lot to unpack. I feel like we could read and reread and reread a thousand times and get a bunch of different things from this chapter. I totally agree. But let's settle on just one for today. Okay, well, I am pretty inspired by the way that Abigail was able to really step in and, and redirect David. Me too. So for, for so far in this book, we have seen God speak through Samuel a few times. Right. Perhaps this is, that is part of what we see here. God mm-hmm. moving through obedient people to help others follow him or God better. Hmm. I, I like that. I mean, Samuel is dead after all at yes. this point. So, and, and David, as a man who desires to honor God, would have had to been open to kind of that idea or that conversation, right? He would have mm. um, to allow someone to redirect him. So our lesson then? Is redirect towards God. Great. You know, I think that's, that's a really good lesson for us. We can always do that. There are always areas in our own life that we can redirect and re-aim towards honoring God. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a tip or a trick that helps us grow in a relationship with God. All right, Brayden, I was inspired by your openness today. I think we should yeah. go from there with our growth tip for today. All right. Uh, thank you for being inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you how do you suppose we go forward? Well, you didn't quit, right? And right. you could have. Something was hard. You lean into the hard and, and learn something. So I know a lot of people who avoid hard things because, well, they're afraid, you know, and faith, you know, faith is hard. Reading yeah. the Bible, well, it's hard. Yeah. And so, sure, faith and connecting with God are also really amazing. Right. It's hard and amazing. Hard and amazing, <laughs> which, you know, the amazing makes it wor- the hard worth it, right? Right. So I think we should, st- we should all try something hard. Hmm. Maybe that's you know, as an example, it could be talking to your friend about your faith. Maybe that's reading a book of the Bible you think is too difficult for you, or maybe just too dry. Take something you find hard about your faith and give it a shot. Try it. Okay, so then, like, I'm good. I, like, did that this week. I'm good. I get to, I get to move on. Uh, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> just because you succeeded, uh, you had a little success story there. That doesn't mean that you don't get to do something hard. So now yeah. you have to find the next hard thing and do that. It's how we learn and how we grow. I find eating candy really hard. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it does. No, it, it sounds like really good practice. I, I think <laughs> I know how much growth is on the other side of something hard. And so I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Perfect. I like that response. (laughs) Thank you all so much for allowing me to be open and um, struggle through things here on the podcast. It it means a lot. Um, It was hard, but I'm glad that I did it. All right. Just like the growth tip, remember to try something hard. Have a wonderful week and tune in again. 